What are you doing? Ray. Hey. Ray. <laughs> Robert. Oh, why do you live across the street? Ma. <laughs> Ma, you, you put my pants in the toaster again. <laughs> ah, why well, am I the, doing Chief Wiggles? First things first, uh, huge, huge, huge shouts to that kid who, did you see the screen grab? I did not see Of the, the text grab. message conversation. No. Someone, a Bruntouchable, received a text message from a friend that said, hey, do you listen to the podcast Brunch? And he responded, does Brandon Flowers suck his own dick? I told my mother about that today. How, I tried to how explain. How was that received by your mom? I had to explain to her who the killers were, and like eventually she was like, "Oh, I know the killers." And there was like a seventeen-minute conversation about the killers and their discography, and about how like there aren't a lot of good bands from Vegas, but there are. There are. Well, like the bands from Vegas are they, they good. kill killers. Imagine Dragons. It's got to be a third. <laughs> really, really good. So I explained that to my mom. Uh, she didn't go for it, but that was like the most touched I've been by a Bruntouchable thing on Twitter. I think that's a great response. Does Brandon Flowers suck his own dick? Because we've been sweating trying to make that a thing. Well, that's what I was going to say, is that it comes on the heels of you saying... Specifically... Please make this a thing. Yes. It, so. that, that really made my, uh, my weekend. Uh, it's Monday, and our president is such a fucking little bitch boy. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I saw everybody talking about like, oh my god, the fucking he did it again, and it, it, it he, takes a lot for to phase you, given right. what he's done to this yeah. point. Yeah, I, honestly, like I didn't think that it was it was as bad. Like I was expecting like an impeachable offense, and I just went to his video and he posted a dumb fucking. I went to his Twitter page, he posted a dumb fucking video. It is that is fucking bad, dude. It's terrible, but it, I mean, it's not terrible for Donald Trump. Ah, I think he's done so, so many worse things. Obviously, like we're confused as to what the line is because obviously there's no fucking there's no line, line anymore. It. But he is. I get so I I get. I think you know this. I get triggered by the term fake news. Oh yeah, I get really well, fucking yeah, mad. That's an easy. Uh, it's an easy out for anybody that's like a Trump supporter because exactly. they can just say. All the all the true things that you're saying are fake news. Exactly. Like, like this is how this is how bad shit goes down. I almost made a comparison to a guy whose last name starts with H, but he hasn't quite gone there yet. Not but yet. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but I saw I watched that like six hundred times before I comprehended what I was watching. I was like, did he really fucking hire like gift? No, uh, what's it called? Gift GIF? Uh, yes. L- yeah, yes. Like, like Gif Jif probably wouldn't do that for him. He no, probably man. called them and was no, like, hey. But you know what he did? What did he do? He stole it from Reddit. Did he? Yeah. It was created by a Reddit user, and he obviously just pulled it, downloaded it, and posted it without without credit. He fat Jewed it. I would love to see fucking Donald Trump navigate Reddit because you don't, you know who doesn't know how to navigate Reddit? You. Me. <laughs> I don't fucking know how to navigate Reddit. You send me shit all the time on Reddit, and I'm like, I'm not, I don't know how to fucking do this. It's like bare bones internet. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, I feel like I need to know how to code in order to do it, <laughs> and I don't know how to do that. But here's a, here's a big Donald Trump strong point with this thing. What's that? Guess what he did? What pivoted to video? A he lot of people did are doing that. He did. He did. Video is hot on the streets. Video is get rid of those written words. Nobody needs them. I was actually explaining to you, you to a friend today. 
And uh, I had said, I was explaining a cool trip. We can't reveal the details yet, but I was explaining a very, very cool trip that we're about to take. And uh, my friend was like, wow, that sounds really cool. Can I go inside of your friend? And I said, yes, but it's a sorry you got laid off trip. And they were like, oh, did, did he work for MTV News? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> close? Nope. He worked for one of the other millions of places that's now pivoting to video. He worked for the original one. That's what I said. I was, like, I was like, give him a little credit. This was the day before MTV News. Fox Sports is a fucking trailblazer. <laughs> Do you want to just become like huge fans of Fox Sports' video content? No. <laughs> How funny would that be if we were like, oh my god, did you go to www.foxsports.com today? Insane video. <laughs> I hate this. You know what's so stupid is they're going all video and how many websites can you think of that you people enjoy watching videos type on? in people type in the name of the website to solely see video? YouTube. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, or uh, the million of million. Oh porn, yeah, there, porn there's sites. some right now, but I'm saying like like non pornographic videos. But there's one one. There's one video site. It's that I called care. YouTube. <laughs> Does Fox Sports think they're like, you know what? I think that we've got, I think we might be the next YouTube here. <laughs> we're, we're known for everything else, but I think that we might, you know what? Bear with us. I think we're going to do some, uh, some video stuff. So I, uh, so of course I tweeted some shit about how like, f- for, I've tweeted this a thousand times, like good call electing that guy, you fucking idiots. Uh, got a lot of, got a lot of, um, Oh, like Hillary would have been better? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For sure. I, I respond to everyone with yes, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> you could take a shit in the middle of a room and like put a hat on it. Totally. Put a tie on it. And be like, the new president. Way that better. That would do better. And I just, I don't like to get, it sucks because you do the whole like, oh, everyone's held their beliefs. I want to, I, I don't want to uh, offend anybody, all this shit. Except when it's Trump. Yeah. Like, if you voted for Trump, you're a fucking idiot. And I get well, to ask you at every turn, okay. how is this working out for you? I I think that the, a lot of us saw this coming. Uh, <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> a lot of us saw I remember the, the episode after the election. I don't know how I even fucking made it here to record it. Because I was in a fucking bathrobe for like seven months. And... Our thing was like, let's live. <laughs> That's yeah. like one. What's your goal for this? Fucking survive. So if you voted for him, like I might give you a little bit of leeway. Like I'm not gonna call you a fucking idiot for voting for him. You are, but yeah, but like you might have your reasons, and just hope for the best. But if you still support them, yeah, that's where I'm. That's where you fucking lose me. Especially if if you start with like the liberal snowflake thing, there's nobody softer than someone who fucking voted for Trump who is still defending him. That is like the weakest. And uh, believe me, this is brunches America. If we're soft, boy oh boy, are we soft. Oh, yeah. We are big old snowflakes. But there is nobody who is more sensitive. More of a word that those people like to use than people who fucking voted for Trump and won't let it go. What fucking babies. Oh, God. The worst. Um, have we reviews? We do have reviews. We All forgot right. to do it on Friday because Friday's show was awesome and jam-packed with awesome content. So nice. Go back and listen to that, huh? We did, yeah. It was a good show on Friday. Uh, that was a good one. But I th- We dropped it on Thursday, and I think people, like a lot of people wanted to hear it. Yeah, so we didn't get that part of my take 
crush. So here's com- the thing: it's like we've we've watched movies for the past couple episodes. Yeah, watched three movies. Fucking liked all three of them. I know. That's a very rare thing for this podcast. We don't get to fucking tear it down. I know. Uh, so we'll have to see a bad movie at some point. Maybe we're just getting soft and we just like yeah. every movie. Fucking Boston media. <laughs> uh, I'm only writing this review because DJ and Pete asked us to. That's Ooh. right. We did. Love you. Uh, anybody listening? At least more reviews. Uh, but this one says, I don't ever write reviews for podcasts, but in the last episode, DJ greatly pointed out that the more reviews they get, the more guys, the more the guys can do. Needless to say, I love the show and wish the best for these two dudes. If this helps, then I will do my part. Thank you, DJ and Pete, for being a fun listen to. Keep it, guys, and all the best. Nice. <clears throat> I think you meant keep it up, guys. Yeah. But, hey, dropped words. That's I do that a lot too. We uh, um, did. Are there any more? Yeah, there's one more. All right, uh, I'm trying to pull them up. So just read it. Okay. Uh, Who doesn't love a good brunch? By Rachel Tobin. This is an awesome podcast. Mainly, I want Pete to be able to put food on the table for his dog. But really great podcast. Keep on brunching. Love it. Got to put food on the table for my dog. Yes. You know it. Actually, I have two dogs. So leave more reviews, please. Yes. He my dog. That's a Beck reference. Cool, One man. day you're going to get into Beck and be like, man, Beck was, he still is. He's so fucking great. So, yeah, we saw movies this weekend. Um, how are you feeling, by the way? I had to get dropped off tonight. I've, oh, I've, I, yeah, I've had a long day. <laughs> I was wondering how you, because you, you, uh, you were wasted at like two o'clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good for you. Uh, I was wasted for the previous two days of this weekend, Friday nice. and Saturday. Nice. Um, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I saw two movies today. Uh, both, uh, both movies that we saw for this podcast. Yes. saw them today, back to back. That's awesome. It's a classic move, especially when it's ninety-five degrees out and not a cloud Ooh, in the sky. Get in there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just stay in that AC. Most beautiful day of the year. Nah, I'm gonna watch two movies back to back. Hey, who's the bad boy that won't be sunburned tomorrow? Me. Peter. I'm gonna fucking look like an asshole. I went to a brewery. I brought the little dog. Brought the little man. I was around so many dogs today. It was fucking unbelievable. There were like 700 dogs in my life. You today. put them all on your Instagram. My story. Instagram story was every dog I saw. Uh, that's not true. There was probably about four dogs that did not make it to that Instagram. Those dogs story. are peasants as fuck. A lot of dogs. A lot of dogs. Um, so the movies that we saw were uh, the Big Sick with Kumail Nanjani. Uh, Kumail Nanjani is. Not a guest on this episode, but... We tried. But we tried. So, how about that? He actually didn't say no, either. Didn't say no. Just didn't answer. So, how about us? We uh, we have a mutual friend contact thing. Contact. So, we said, hey, I'm going to... Pete said, uh, what if we got Kumail for Monday? And I said, actually, our little contact can help us out. So, shot her an email. She probably had a busy week, did not get back to us. Uh, so we don't have Kumail. We can talk about, we can do a little uh, classic uh, questions for Kumail without Kumail. Uh, saw The Big Sick, that's his movie that's based on a true story about him meeting his girlfriend and them breaking up and then eventually them getting back together after just a light coma. And we typical, also typical s- bump in the road for just, every relationship. Just like Gotta get over that what coma. a popcorn classic <laughs> rom com. Just following the formula. And we also saw Baby Driver. I mean, we haven't spoken much about uh, either movie. All that happened was I walked in today. Summer jumped on me. That's your dog as usual. 
Uh, I got her onto that story, and we said in passing that both movies were quite good. Uh, I think the one that we both thought was fucking amazing was The Big Sick. The Big Sick was an absolutely amazing movie. It was like it's a masterpiece, and I did not, I didn't know anything about it going in. You said I saw it the day before you, and you texted me like an hour before I went into it, and you were like, "This is the true story." Of Kumail and his wife, and I texted you back, and I was like, fuck, no, <laughs> don't care. And you're like, everything about, like, Kumail does this and that, and, like, it's all so accurate. And I was like, I don't fucking care. I want it to be a funny thing. And what it is is uh, the first, it doesn't really follow much of a structure as far as, like, Here's how much time we spend on them getting to know each other. Here's how much time spend we spend a on lot this of time on on like pre coma stuff. Yes, right. So 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 in a nutshell, it's uh, guy meets girl. Guy is Pakistani Muslim in America. His parents want him to have an arranged marriage. Meets and falls in love with a white girl, and is kind of hesitant about where to go with it, and. He finds out, she tells him as the relationship goes on that she's been married before and that's kind of the point at which he should probably volunteer like, well, I've got some issues too (laughs) and he doesn't really bring them up and then eventually it kind of gets forced out that like there's this fucking major stumbling block so they break up over it and then she falls into a coma because of a very rare illness that she has. So he is with her in the hospital the whole time with her parents who are played by none other than Ray Romano and Holly Hunter, both of whom were fucking outstanding. They were fucking amazing. And it's like one salt, but it's probably like what, like an hour of like Kumail, uh, and Ray Romano parent, and, and the parent parents. Bonding. Yeah. Like in the hospital with them. And, Again, this follows no like twenty five minutes to sit the sub. Then this happens, and this it's like an entire movie of them falling in love. Then they break up, and then an entire movie of it really is basically like two two stories. It's, it's them falling in love, and yeah. then like him winning over the parents. Yes, and it's like a heavy thing, but it's not just. This sounds like such a fucking sales pitch. Like it's not just him winning over the parents. Like he's kind of winning over himself in the idea yeah. of him being with this girl like there's no question of him loving her but it's just a matter of logistics and by she, the way this isn't none of this is a spoiler alert because yeah it's all in the previews pretty much it's like, so, so i'm glad i didn't see a single preview yeah um but it is so fucking good and like we 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 tried to get Ray Romano for this. We like we'd been for like a couple of weeks uh, because you knew about this movie. You were like, "Yo, let's get Ray I was, Romano." I was psyched for this. Yeah, movie. and so I tried to get Ray Romano. Uh, no response there. Tried again. Little pat on our back. Look at us booking guests, uh, <laughs> making moves, and uh, he was so good. like he didn't like, overplay anything. No. He was just like and the, uh, so Ray Romano obviously is most known for comedy. Yeah. But- that guy needs to do more serious movies. Totally. Because he he does serious roles so It's perfect. like when Sylvester Stallone does a serious role where you're like, fuck, you can like like you you can very much play a guy who's been through some shit. Yeah, like there is definitely a certain sadness to like Ray Romano's speaking voice. Totally, yeah. And we already had our interview planned with him. We are gonna start off with we're big into starting off interviews with uh like Hey, let's just go for it and see what happens. And we were going to be like, hey, Ray Romano, first question. 
How you doing? Uh, Ray. <laughs> Robert. Oh, why do you live across the street? Ma. <laughs> Ma, you, you put my pants in the toaster again. Ah, why well, am I the, doing Chief Wiggum? The, the, the twins. I, tr- I wrote the Cal Ripken column. It's the only thing I ever wrote. And for some reason, I've had a career for 44 years off of this one column. I, you know, every time someone comes up to him in that, in that show, <laughs> like if they're out in public, someone's like, I really, lo-, they always say, I love the Cal Ripken column. And, <laughs> really? Yeah. And uh, I was, uh, when I was in college, my sports writing teacher was like, Hey, uh, so who's seen the show Everybody Loves Raymond? And everybody raised their hand. He was like, so Raymond plays a sports writer. And, you know, he's always at home and he's playing with the kids and he's going out. That is nothing like what being a sports writer yeah, is. He was like, you're going to be traveling all the time. You're going to be miserable. You're going to be fat, all the stuff. And I raised my hand. And he was like, yes, uh, David. And I was like, you ever notice how everyone's saying they love the Cal Ripken column? And he was like. No, this is the first day of class. And I kind of did that bit. I was like, everyone's coming up to him and they're saying, like, I love the Cal Ripken column. Like, how fucking good was this Cal Like, how many words did this paper give him to write a column on Cal Ripken that fucking changed everyone's life? That they're always going up to him and they're like, I love the Cal Ripken column. And he's like, ah, well, thank you, but Deborah. Especially in New New Jersey. (laughs) Just based in New Jersey. Like, who's going? Who fuck cares? Boy, you had some great perspective on Cal Ripken <laughs> in New Jersey. Well, Robert's a policeman. <laughs> he goes to my house all the time. He has a wife. Did they get married? Does Robert marry that girl? I have no idea. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do know. But I, I think probably she leaves him for sure. He got like Robert gets left because he's a fucking loser. right. Yeah, when Robert gets left, I'm like, yeah, you did. You fucking got left. He is. Like That's a another cool adult move. Of my wife left me. That's another cool adult move we were talking about before. By the way, I still win that argument about an affair. I've no, thought about that a lot. Most people responded. If it's a thing you shouldn't be doing, it's an affair. That's that, that's how much I'm going to buckle down. Like I'm going to double down. If I kind of like this move. I kind of like it. Like you're is, eating, is like, this me bur- dying on a hill? You're, you're eating Burger King at like midnight. You're yeah. having an affair. Yes. Yes. Actually, so, I did that yesterday. By the way, really? Oh yeah. That's I did. I accidentally did a bang bang yesterday. You know what a bang bang is? No. Louis C.K. Uh, I was from Louis, uh, where you eat two meals back to back. Oh, nice. That's so this was my Saturday. This is a fucking Saturday, a Saturday of Fourth of July weekend. This is where if you've got friends, you're doing a lot of stuff. I went to spin class, came home, ate some cantaloupe, did a bunch of stuff, did a little work, wrote a wrote a column. People got a lot of compliments on the Kyle Ripken column. <laughs> uh, got lunch, uh, took a nap. Woke up a few hours later, had dinner, looked at the clock. The nap was like 20 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) You ate lunch, took a 20-minute nap, and ate dinner. Yeah, I just like woke up, and I was like, all right, time to get food. (laughs) It was... uh, And then, in in a group text, I said, uh, just did a bang-bang. To which I got a response of like... From people who did not know what bang bang meant, and they were like, "Congrats on the sex." Yeah, they were like, "Cool, man." <laughs> it was like such like they thought I was like I was doing a little brag there, and it was <laughs> I, it was literally like a congrats Deej question mark. And so what you did? You said you had first lunch and second lunch. Yes, nice. That's a bad. That's a fucking bad feeling. Man. Do you go on to eat dinner? 
So that's the thing. Then it's like seven o'clock and you're like, what's my move here? <laughs> what do <laughs> I do here? I'm still pretty hungry. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, both meals had fries. Wow. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, whatever. I fucking had cantaloupe for, I went to spin class. It's a good fucking thing. Uh, I've been crushing it at handlebar, by the way. Good. So nice. just eating. So I, it's okay to eat uh, two takeout meals, literally, like legitimately within an hour of each other. So did you did you order a meal and yeah. then order another meal? Yeah. You so you didn't even eat like back to back meals. You put forth effort to acquire back to back meals. Yeah. I so that I ordered a meal. Wild. Ordered a meal. Uh, got it. Came home, ate it, um, like started to watch an episode of Breaking Bad and was like, you know what? That meal was kind of big. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> and then I woke up like one minute later and I was like, new day. <laughs> All right. Let's get this shit. And it was like, it was seriously like 10. Amazing. It was like a 10 minute nap. That's amazing. <laughs> That's definitely. So again, whenever I say something that I feel is super embarrassing, I'm kind of cocky as I do it because I know other people have been there. You guys have definitely fucking taken naps where you're like, "That man, I just got a good night's sleep. Nope, what? Six minutes? Okay, well, whatever. I feel I've absolutely been there. Where you think that you took a nap and you did not. Yeah. you. Th- that was literally you a little bit of shut-eye. Yeah, yeah. You, you dozed off for yeah, a couple minutes. Yeah, you fucking minutes. dozed off. So uh, that was my Saturday. Very exciting day. And then went to the Cape for Sunday. Deej at the Cape. Twice in one week. That does not happen. After saying that the Cape sucks. I hate the Cape. <laughs> I fucking... This is Doesn't like... sound like it. Third time this summer I've been to the Cape, and probably the third time in like eight years I've been to the Cape. Wow. I am not... The, the Cape is fucking not Cape for stinks. me, man. It's just a bunch of fucking fat white people. Cape stinks. I'm Those going, people going are to the Cape terrible. Too. <laughs> if I want a fucking fat white person, I have myself. Thank you very much. Good point. Yeah. I like that we uh, both said that we hate the Cape, and you just came back from the Cape, and I'm going to the Cape tomorrow. Nice. Congrats, so. man. Uh, if that isn't fucking adulthood, to our fucking 12-year-old you listeners, <laughs> yeah, your life's going to get fucking terrible. So um, the big sick was, it was one of those, you know the feeling, we've talked about this, when you're seeing a movie, and it clicks like, oh, fuck, this, this is a bad movie, yes. and you're like, oh, no, I'm going to be here this much longer. I realized, like, 15 minutes into the big sick, I was like, this is an unbelievable movie. (laughs) I was the exact same way. I was, so, like, there's always, there's always that dread that, like, once you go into a movie that you've been wanting to see for a while, you're like, fuck, please don't suck, please don't suck, please don't suck. Uh, And 15 minutes into this one, I was like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. uh, Kumail Nanjani and uh, what's the girl's name in it? They are fucking adorable. That they is really like, are like that is great. like cute goals. Um, she's just very cute anyway, and he's kind she's of played like, by Zoe Kazan. Okay, which uh, is she's a she looks like a Zoe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that girl's definitely named Zoe, and he uh, definitely looks like a Kumail. Yes, so it's a little it's example a little of racism. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so cool but, job there. Um, well. <laughs> there's a great. I don't want to give it away. There's a. Uh, I do, because uh, it's so good. Uh, Holly Hunter plays the mom. Of, so they break up. She goes into the coma, and then they have to spend time with each other because he's always there with the parents. And the parents know that 
they broke up because like he was lying about uh or he wasn't lying it was kind of a lie of omission yeah they they kept saying like the entire movie they were like you lied to her and she so made like, like big, I, I definitely big shouting match like you're a liar i was like hey, no no me. i definitely saw it as uh, like he's being shitty well he's being shitty but he didn't lie yeah but like that's... you're intentionally withholding information which yeah. i guess could be perceived as a lie so I guess kind of just like she waited like three months into a relationship to say she was married. So that, I mean, that's exactly. Like a, that's they're, they're kind of even there. Right. Uh, but um, so he tries to get out of hanging out with them. So he plays a stand up comedian and he's, he tries to get out of hanging out with them by saying he has to go do stand up. And uh, Ray says, ah, I'd love to go see you do stand up because Robert's going to come over and. <laughs> Deborah's gonna make her lemon pepper chicken. It's the only thing she ever makes, and it's we've got the twins. It's terrible. They, they play basketball. Ah, I'm falling out of my chair, and things like that. So, um, yeah. So they say, okay, we'll go to the show. Is what they actually say. And he's like, fuck. Now I have to pretend I have a show. So he gets some time at the club at which he performs. And uh, a guy in the crowd yells, go back to ISIS. And Holly Hunter gets really mad at this guy. Really mad. Because she's going through something. Her daughter's in a coma. So she's triggered. And she was like, well, this is just a confusing... What did she say? Like, this is a confusing stance you've taken. You want (laughs) ISIS to have more people? Yes. Yeah. And she, like, starts screaming at this guy for being an ISIS recruiter. And it's so fucking funny. And also, they say to him... I'm going to spoil every joke in this. They say, earmuffs if you really want to hear this good joke. But... uh, there's a lot of discomfort when they first meet each other. And Ray Romano says, uh, what, do you th- what did you think of 9-11? And he says, oh, anti, who's terrible. We lost 19 of our best guys. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a fucking heavy hitter. Right. Uh, I, saw, I heard him on, uh, heard Kamel on Mark Maron's podcast. And him and his wife were talking, because him and his wife in real life. Yeah. Uh, wrote this movie together okay um is his irl wife the girl no. with whom he has the uh one night stand uh maybe that but, would be a funny joke Barry, right maybe. like a little like thing to put in it that that's a classic movie move we're not in movies yet but that's like a thing they do in movies right yeah. it might have been uh but his wife said that she there was a joke that he wanted to to write or work into like one of his projects for the longest time and that they joked around that basically saying that uh, this movie was written just so that he would have an excuse to put that joke in. The and 19 he did, he guys did, he joke? Didn't, he didn't say which one it was, but he was hoping that people would know based off of just seeing the movie which joke it was. Definitely that joke. It was definitely that joke. Right? Yeah. Definitely, definitely the nine eleven joke. Yeah. That's because nobody knows that they use 19 guys. Like Al-Qaeda doesn't know that they use 19 <laughs> right. guys. You know? That seems like a lot of guys, but it seems like that could be the correct number. Unfortunately, it's it's fucking no, we're not going to this isn't going to be a, a I mean, we did do, we, conversation. We did do a nine, we did do a 911 uh bit uh, tangent during uh <laughs> crazy stupid uh no uh during wine uh, actually. Yes, yes, definitely where it was like they really used 911. Love <laughs> Christmas. 9/11 Fuck. airports. Don't you just hate that 9/11 happened? <laughs> Shit, did, did that get to you too? Yeah, it, it rubbed me the wrong way as well. I also don't like that 9/11 happened. Um, so that's an excellent movie. Uh, we really wanted to have Kamal on because obviously we're big fans of uh, Silicon Valley. But uh, I mean, he, he could still come out. We could. Yeah, I was gonna say, should we burn the bridge? No, 
Okay, let's not burn the bridge. I was about to say a few things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, st- uh, it, part of it was, who the fuck do you think you are? I was going to give him one of those. To be, uh, to, be, to be honest here, I was expecting him to be a little bit worse than he was. Than he ex- was. He so was very he's good nothing in like Dinesh in that movie, which is no. cool because I, I really only know him as Dinesh. I know that he's obviously, he does a lot of podcasts and everything like that. Yeah. Um, Jeff's a big fan. Like, if Jeff likes somebody, it means that they do like a lot of shit. You know, they do like they do like Jeff's like a comedy fan. You know, yeah. he uh, listens to like comedy Bang Bang. And can someone explain comedy Bang Bang is the ringer of like uh, podcasts for me? Yeah, I don't get it. Where I like, I I, I check it out. I'm like, this isn't good. What's good about this? <laughs> I I I have been there. I've tried to get into it. It's just it's a lot. Speaking of the ringer, uh, we're going to fucking rip the ringer a new dickhole uh, as we talk about uh, the other movie we watched, which was Baby Driver. And that's, uh, it's an action movie. It's about a kid who's got an ear thing, so he drives cars and listens to iPods all the time. And it stars very basic Kevin Spacey, very basic synopsis. John Hamm. I don't don't know how to fucking explain that movie. It's a very difficult movie to explain. Yeah, uh, it's John Hamm. It's like a if you like Mad Max Fury Road, you'll it's like. It's basically this. like the movie Drive, but if Ryan Gosling was deaf in one ear and was a child, so worse. <laughs> uh, I didn't like Drive. It's I, I didn't see that shit. You didn't see you didn't see Drive. No, I gotta see. That's like a Gosling. That's on my Gosling list. A lot of people like that movie, and I just never got it. I might need to rewatch it. Um. So this movie stars Kevin Spacey as the boss. Uh, John Hamm as the badass, as the badass. Uh, Jamie Fox as what's Jamie Fox? He's the wild card, right? He's the angry black man. He's the well. He's the only black man in the movie. That's N- not true. Not great, everybody. That's not true. The guy who played Suge Knight was in this movie for a little bit. Really? Yeah. Uh, what did he? He was well. Killer Mike and Big Boy are in the movie. Uh, on the soundtrack? No, in the movie. I saw it in the credits. Really? It said like restaurant patron one, like uh, Killer Mike. Well, that's some fucking bullshit. And I was like, I, how did I fucking miss Killer I Mike? Know. Like my life is Dude. moment to moment looking for Killer Mike. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, that's disappointing. I might need to watch it again because I know they're on the soundtrack. Yeah, the the soundtrack is stupid Dude, good. That's it's, why I, f- I figured you would come yourself over the. Soundtrack. It was like yeah, um, especially the, the there's a there's a lot of Beck in there. Oh yeah, you know I'm a Beck. Guy. Yeah. Uh, when she says like Beck, so. when she says her name is Deborah, yeah, and she's like like the song mm-hmm. and the song they're talking about the the one he ends up singing it after uh, Deborah. Do you, do you know the song Deborah by Beck? No. Okay, so it's about it's all in falsetto, and it's like a very sexy song, and it's about a guy singing to a girl, and the girl's name is Deborah. No. Oh, the girl's name is Jenny. Oh, oh, that's right. They had this conversation. Yeah. So the lyrics are, I met you at JCPenney. I think your name tag, it said Jenny. And it's like this, uh, it's like a lot of like, it's like a sexy kind of swagger song. Like a lot of like, come step to you. Like a lot of like step to you type yeah. of stuff. And there's like, a, there's like one of the verses where he goes, girl, like that yep. thing. And okay. he, he speaks like this. Yeah. Uh, and... The chorus is, I want to get with you, only you, and your sister. I think her name is Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so that song's in it. 
It's also in the first episode of Friday Night Lights. You know what other song is in this in this movie? What song? All of them, because there's so music. Many, yeah, there's music playing throughout the entire movie. Run the jewels is in this song for Run, about three seconds. Run the jewels is sneaking up as like a hey. very a very commonly frequently in movies song and in like everything because it's like putting them in whatever you're doing. No, but for not project. them. I'm saying the song Run the Jewels. Oh, really? Like, like yeah, well, like that, that song. Like was the, that boom, song in this? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I know that they had... Uh, oh, the, my, what the fuck have we here? Like, yeah. That song that, was that, I know that uh, it Chase it does, Me was, because it was made yeah, for this yeah. music movie. But Run the Jewels is in it, and that song, like, I don't blame people, because that song fucking hits, like, a ton of bricks. That yeah. is a fucking heavy-ass song. But <clears throat> Run the Jewels is in it. Um, I'm not joking that they play music through about, like, 90% of the Yeah, time. yeah, the, the, the whole... It's, it's, like a, it's like a movie music experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so The Ringer, the thing they wrote was... How, uh, baby, so the, the whole time he's listening to iPods, and he's got an iPod in every different pocket, and he, uh, he's always listening to iPods, and The Ringer wrote a thing, you guys should know this about me, I fucking hate, wrote, I fucking hate wrote-abouts. Yeah. It means you had nothing to say. If you say, I wrote about this, it means that you didn't do anything. Uh, so there was an, I wrote about how, uh, Baby Driver made iPods cool again. I want to quote tweet it with by iPods being in the movie Baby Driver. That's literally the only thing. Like, just in this movie, there was an iPod. Yeah. That's not the... F- it's not like... No one's fucking going out and I... Nobody's coming away from that movie being like, I need, I need an, an iPod. iPod. Yeah. It's called your fucking iPhone. Yeah, it's just fucking like waxing poetic for no fucking reason. Say yeah, something or don't, man. Shit. You know, like... Ugh. Um, that's insulting to The Ringer. The Ringer actually has a lot of good... Good things, good people. Yeah, sort of. Uh, it's no. It, it just hasn't been great. Like real talk, it's it's not been amazing. I so like th- this is not a ringing endorsement for iPods because you know what? He has a million of them. Yeah, that's if they're base- good, you'd have one exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, this would be a lot more convenient if you just had Apple Music and could pay ten bucks a month instead of having forty five thousand different iPods and having to carry them everywhere. Yes. Although I did miss having iPods because iPods was kind of the last, uh, that was kind of the last connection to albums, you know, where like you had, there was a finite amount of shit you had. Now it's fucking Pied Piper, you know, you can have anything so, yeah. at the, at the, a, the as soon as it fingers. comes out. Yeah. Um, but that's so, why I like, that's why I like vinyl. But you know, yes. the, you know what the stupid thing about vinyl is, is that now Vinyl albums come out like six months after the actual album, which is fucking infuriating. I was going to get you, Heim, something to tell you for your birthday. It doesn't fucking come out until August 8th. It's what insane. the fuck is that? That is a, that's a fortnight. That's a month and a day. Is that what a fortnight is? <laughs> I don't know. I think fortnight is it's a weekend know, a day. I'm not even going to yeah, guess. I don't think anybody knows. Um, it's in Beowulf. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna get the John Mayer album on vinyl, and it was like fucking like six months away. That album, I still can't get over how good that album is. That's the like John a, Mayer one, yeah, it's very, like a very good. really, really, really good yeah. album. Um, so here's what vinyl should do: if you have a, if you have a record player and you're shopping for vinyl, you should get an album in advance. Yes, totally. You That's can't why fucking I, share it. Do you know who? Uh, do you know who did that? Run the Jewels, Father John Misty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did do so, that. He, shop, he shipped it to people like without telling them. His album came out, it was, it was like April 10th or something, and on April Fool's Day, everybody's albums arrived, and they were tweeting pictures, and they were like, uh, 
why did my father John Misty album come? And he would retweet it with like, ha ha, April Fools. Boy, do you have that on your face. And they're like, he's the best. I, God, I fucking love that I'm guy. Fully, I'm like, I've, I've reversed positions on that guy like yeah. 19,000 times back in. I have to, so like, I have tickets to see him in the bad seats in the back. And as his concert date, uh, draws near and near. You want to be? I'm like, I kind of want to spend all my money and get like <laughs> as front close road. to him as possible. Yeah, I just want to. Oh God, because he's he's really, 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 really good live, and he he plays up his. Well, I don't know if he does it anymore. Like when I saw him on the last uh, album, I love you, Honey Bear. He was very much kind of playing up the sex appeal, but I think that now he's like, we're all gonna fucking die. <laughs> so he probably plays other shit up. It's. A, I think it also might be like a you know how sexy I am thing. I don't need to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I ain't gonna say it again. <laughs> you already know. Put some respect on my sex appeal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so my, I did have this takeaway while watching Baby Driver. I just fucking don't care about cars, and I'm never gonna. Uh, I think cars are cool. <laughs> I like they're they're cool, but. They didn't overdo the car thing in this, though. Is like, is so. this what the Fast and the Furious is? Or the movie? Are no, they like they that? jerk themselves off over cars like, oh, okay. a lot more than this movie. I didn't see any mention of Nos, which was a good thing. <laughs> well, that's because in this movie, what I mean, like they didn't jerk off themselves via cars, is like they didn't they didn't use sexy cars for a lot of this movie. Yeah, there were a like of, a lot of cars interchanging, a lot of Subarus, is, yeah, yeah, and like a lot of just like street cars yeah. that you would wouldn't even think twice. But that kind of plays into the uh, the aspect of this guy doesn't need a fucking amazing car to be an amazing driver. Yes, uh, it's time for brunch presents. But how did they look? How did John Ham look? Fucking amazing. Cru- I didn't think that John Ham. Ha- could I thought that he was maxed out? And yeah, he. So he, I loved the uh, the undercut. He right. He rocked a fucking undercut in 2017 that fucking surprised me. Yeah, how the it, fuck does that it happen? Has like a 40 year guy in his 40s. Yeah, and so pulled it off. Fucking good. That guy is incredible. He, Huge so shout out so to heterosexual women for being <laughs> fucking idiots. Uh, obviously, John Hamm can play like the straight, clean cut guy. Yeah, no he one did better. It, yeah, did it for and with forever, Don Draper yeah. and did it forever and did it as good as anybody. But him being like the rugged, he had, like, badass, rough, and an undercut, oh. and he he wouldn't fucking die. I know. He kept coming back more scraped up. And more fucking dirty and messy, and, sweaty and like and his jackets had more leather on them. It was just, oh my god, he was unbelievable. I said, oh my, a lot. And so he had like a Bonnie and Clyde thing going with uh, with his, yeah. his lady in the movie, yeah, uh, who was also just mwah, delicious, very, yeah. very smoky, sexy. The last, so the last heist that they attempt is this kid driver and. For some reason, the three people that the boss chose were John Hamm, who is an out-of-control drug addict, uh, Jamie Foxx, who is a fucking sociopath, just killing everyone. All he wants to do is kill. All he does is ruin jobs by just killing people on them. Yes, yeah. He's... uh, He's a terrible person to have on your squad. Oh, a complete wild card. It's like starts off with him killing people. Every yes. job starts off with like, all right. It's it's like in fucking uh, uh fucking Vice City 
where it's like, how quickly can I get five stars on us? Yeah. He starts He's off that guy. and gives you fucking five stars. But, and here's the thing, is nobody objects to him being a part of the team. Yes. All he does is fuck shit up, and nobody in the movie is like, hey, maybe we should just bring that guy. There's a scene where uh, the boss tells them, all right, you got to do this job tomorrow night, so here's what you're doing. You're sleeping here tonight. First, you got to go pick up these weapons. Then come sleep here, get a good night's rest, go do the job in the morning. They go to get the weapons. First things first, they go to where they walk in. The guy says, hey, so we're the people who have... (laughs) And Jamie Foxx has killed them all. And they come back and uh, uh, Kevin Spacey, the boss, says, I get a call every time uh, uh, something goes through smoothly. I did not get a call. What happened? And Jamie Foxx says, well... It got really dangerous. They fired first. And Kevin Spacey, before they're about to do this fucking crazy heist that could send them all to prison, says to John Hamm, did they actually fire first? And John Hamm's like, yeah, yeah why not? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with, I'm siding with this guy instead of the guy who's making sure we're doing everything okay and don't fuck this up. Also, you want to know what makes that even funnier is that they killed a guy who is on a job earlier in the movie because he left his shotgun out in the yes, field. Yes, yeah. Like, that is a very minor offense compared to what Jamie Foxx has been doing all movie. Well, it depends. Uh, if if those guns aren't registered, then that's like a... Well, what's worse? What would have been worse if that gun's registered or not registered? Unregistered, because, because you can't trace it. Right. Well, no, if it's registered, you can trace it. Right. But yeah, if it's right, unregistered and somehow it's connected to you, then you're just more fucked than anyone can ever be. Like, you, you know what? It's like, if you have a gun that that is not registered, you are fucking done. That's like the end of your life. Yeah, but I mean, like, for all the things that, that they... I feel like they could cover their bases. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're starting all their jobs by killing 14 people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there could be worse. Um, the way that Jamie Foxx dies is pretty great. Because, like... It sucks to want Jamie Foxx to die so quickly because you guys know how I feel about Jamie Foxx's arms. Uh, but the way that he goes is like, yeah, dude, fuck you. <laughs> Shouldn't have killed everyone. But yeah, John Hamm is uh, John Hamm is great. Like he he just fucking he kept me going that whole time. Uh, in addition to uh, John Hamm's lover. Is also the waitress in this uh, movie. Oh, yeah. We got a little Lucy Boynton on our hands. Oh, my God. Right? Just like a very attractive young lady. And it's yeah. just like, who is that? Yes. And why am I immediately in love? Just like a sexy 24-year-old girl, woman, person, mm-hmm. lady. Lady. Deborah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I loved her. But my burning question throughout the entire movie is, why the fuck is she still interested in this baby? Bad boy. There's plenty of bad boys in this movie. That's true. Right, yeah, it's true. Like, you're not, you're not seeing him with John Hamm every time? You can go grab him. And at towards the end, like, John Hamm is, is a free single man. That's kind of the <laughs> free single man now that his, his wife has been murdered. Brutally murdered. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, she, uh, the, one of the, there's like a, 
Obviously, a, it's, it's not realistic. Flags. Yeah, a lot of red flags in this movie where you should be like, mm, this kid this deciding he's sexy not. is because he does that. Like, have her through a conversation. She's like, oh well, what do you mean by that? And he has like the right answer. I'm like, you wouldn't fucking have the right yeah, answer no shit. there. Yeah, that that really bothered me. Was, it, like, and it was the dialogue was ob- it, it was obviously scripted, but yeah. like they were just like firing back and forth, back and forth, back well, and to, forth. Well, uh, Sork- to Sorkin knee. Yeah, for, and it's it's it's. Uh, I was like, this kid. Needs to have more social issues. Yes, like he. I feel like that was portrayed. That that's so like he had his a character scarring is. event as a child. Uh, suffered physical injuries because like, doesn't of it. talk to people. Yeah, and then just like all of a sudden is he's like, hey, Prince fly Charming. Honey. Yeah, exactly. Like get the fuck out of here. Um, I was very excited as this movie was going on because he has a lot of flashback scenes with his mother, and his mother is played by Sky Ferreira, and. There's some music in it that is sung by Sky Ferreira. I love Sky Ferreira. And because we've never, like, I've never heard you say anything about Sky Ferreira, I know that you're not a Sky Ferreira fan. Because if you knew her, she would be, like, top five for you. So this is, this is a preview of Pete putting Sky Ferreira all over the fucking playlist. Uh, a, she's. Quite, quite, quite easy on the eyes. She's got a fucking great lip situation. Uh, B, she is not quite Heim-like, but just like very, very poppy. And her album, she's like Heim. She has one album that came out like 600 fucking years ago. And it was produced by Ariel Rekscheid. So it's a lot of kind of stuff that our, our ears like to hear. And... I can do. I'll do an emergency. Put this song. Uh, I blame myself by Sky Ferreira on the playlist. It is so fucking good. She's awesome. So if you guys haven't checked her out before, she rules. And now the movie does the movie end with uh, her singing uh, "Easy" by the Commodores. Yeah, I think it might. Yeah, he's got it. So he's got a lot of cassettes that they keep showing, and one of them says "Mom," and the movie ends with him like playing that cassette. And it's her singing easy, and it is really fucking good. So I'm a big Sky Ferreira fan. So uh, how would you... Let's give grades to both of these movies. The Big Sick. The Big Sick. Uh, are we like are we grading on a scale of, of expectations, too, or just like in general? Just total grade. Total grade. Uh, the Big Sick, I would give it an A-. I'm going to give The Big Sick an A. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Baby Driver. Uh, I will give Baby Driver a B. B. Same with me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Look at us just chilling in apartment 23 over here. Oh, what a nice little reference there. That's, huh? uh, d- Do you want to guess? I, I, uh, I keep forgetting. Have you seen that yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to uh, guess the, the Rotten Tomatoes? Because I saw the Rotten Tomatoes and the Big Sick earlier, and I was very surprised. Oh, God. Uh, what's, what is. Rotten Tomatoes on the Big Sick. I'm going to say uh, 92. 97. Whoa! Love it! Yeah. Love it! Yeah, Kumail! So, so here's the... Here's like... There's a lot of discrepancy here is IMDb gives it a 7.7 out of 10. Well, IMDb can... Suck my dick. Suck my uh, dick. 97 on Rotten Tomatoes, 86 on Metacritic. Okay. So, and now let's go to Baby Driver... And everybody's been sucking Baby Driver's dick. I so. feel right. I, I mean, if people liked Mad Max, it, this is Mad Max plus dope-ass music, so. 
Right. Uh, Baby Driver, 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's exactly what I would give it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a B. Yeah. Uh, 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So they're both the same. And 86 on Metacritic. So they're both the same. On wow. Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic. So if this were, I mean, if this had a different cast, this could very well be like a C, C plus. Oh, Baby Driver? Yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, Kevin Spacey is... I was thinking, like, there are so few actors that completely captivate you, you know? Kevin Spacey is... Kevin Spacey uh, is absolutely one of them. Kevin Spacey... Gets your attention 100% uh, of the time. Kevin Spacey, Denzel Washington, and Tom Hanks are, like, the big three for me, which is fucking wild, because they're all... All three of them are dudes. But, like, they're... Like, go a little further, you get some Michelle Williams for me. But it's, uh... Like, how... Like, there are so few actors that... When they're on, you're like, that one, you know? Yeah, that's... I don't know if I would put Tom Hanks in that category, but I mean, like, he's... Yeah, because he's he's had clunkers, but that's kind of what I like about Tom Hanks. It's that he's, like, he's so down-to-earth that he even makes bad movies. Yes, exactly. Uh, Yeah, like, when's the last time you watched a Denzel movie and you're like, well, that was a piece of shit? Uh, Flight kind of sucked. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that, because I knew it was a piece of shit. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Um... We have to talk about fruit, apparently. Yeah, you sparked I this. I fucking whole thing, ruffled huh? some feathers, pissed we... you off with some fruit takes. Yeah, you said that cantaloupe was the best fruit. Cantaloupe that at was its best is the best. No, it's a, it's a dumbass take. It's that's a very dumbass. You know take. what's crazy? So if you say if you say that X is the best band, X is the best actor, X is the best fruit, uh, people you assume because there are so many different types of bands, actors, fruits. People are going to, it's going to be a large percentage of people disagreeing with you because there's so many different types. So chances are you're going to piss people off. I would say 30% of people responded. So that there, this was like a, a big ratio tweet. 30%, I would say, of the responses were like, yes, that's, correct. That's just, Which is, that's, that means that I'm right. That's just a, no, it's, 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 it's an objectively wrong take. Like, no. I, I will like I will give it to you if you if you say that, like this is the best band ever or whatever I'll be like that's it's objective okay yeah subjective, subjective. yeah it's subjective uh, and you know you like what you like yeah but for you to say that cantaloupe is the best fruit is just a fucking absurd point of have view. you had cantaloupe at its best when it's like super ripe yes and it's very good it is so fucking good but. So I think that maybe we have kind of different scales here because I'm also looking at like consistency, versatility, okay, uh, and kind of because uh, I'll definitely say that cantaloupe is you, you can have like use four days a year that cantaloupe is going to do the trick, <laughs> you right? Know? And it's also cantaloupe sucks. Like when cantaloupe's not at its best, right. if it if if cantaloupe is uh, throwing its fucking uh, change up. It sucks. <laughs> yes. It's nothing. Like uh, anything other than cantaloupe's fastball is But just also you nothing. can't use cantaloupe for anything else other than just eating it. If they made cantaloupe water, I would spend the seventeen dollars it would cost to drink cantaloupe you water. Eat, you drink all these fucking weird ass fruit waters. waters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like that's your go to thing. Watermelon water is so good. But they don't make like cantaloupe pie. No. It's not a it's not a uh, jack of all trades. But me. I should say I should uh, out myself. I uh, I'm allergic to a lot of fruits. 
fruits. Like what? So I'm allergic to apples, bananas. Jesus Christ. Uh, you, are not, you are not qualified to weigh in on fruits then. I can talk about fruits just because if something is done to the fruit, then I can... Stop saying fruit. Uh, if something is done to the fruit, then uh, I can eat it. So, like, for example, banana I'm allergic to, but I can have barnana because when they do the shit to it where they fucking dehydrate and everything, I eat it, no reaction. It's all good in the hood. Uh, I got a lot of, like, like, Randy was like, what about cherries? I was like... Cherries are you can get take the fuck out of yeah. here! Like, <laughs> like cherries, nobody, nobody's trying to fucking throw cherries. Cherries at are the top good, of the but list. they're not the fucking best yeah, fruit you're gonna have. Like, so the heavy hitters are strawberries. Yes, uh, I would put maybe watermelon up. Watermelon, there. pineapple. Yeah, so pineapple. watermelon was a dumb omission on my part. Yeah, what watermelon? Yeah, okay. Uh, those three. Lena called me out immediately. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's so here's one that I that I put out there, lime. Lime's good, but like if you're gonna say lime, you also have to say tomato. So that was another one that I was thinking. Like, yeah, because it's it the utilization of limes and tomatoes are like Key. you can't live without them. Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, I lime and tomato are definitely top ten. Um, but pineapple, really, really, my big two are cantaloupe and mango. Mango when so you're it's just good a melon guy. Is, mango is so fucking good. You're just a melon guy. Is mango's yes. melon? Yeah, right. I don't know what a fu- what the fuck is a mango. It's a melon, I think. I don't know because you were putting it out there like cantaloupe is the top fruit, and people were saying like that's not even the top melon. I hate when people do that when they're like, oh, not even the-. I'm like, I'm not having a fucking melon conversation with you right now. I'm having a fruit conversation. Well, with that's you. basically like saying like like uh, uh, saying like this hockey player is the best forward, and you're like, he's not even the best winger. Team, not even the best winger. Yeah. It's like, like when I say all the that same. Leon Dreisaitl is the best player in the world. They're like, well, if you think about it, he's not the best player on his team. Like, I don't know who the fuck else is on the Oilers, pal. All I know is Leon Dreisaitl fucking got them to the playoffs. <laughs> Take whoever else is on. Who else they got? They have Lucic. Uh, another guy, probably. I don't even know who's on that team. Yeah. I, I but mean, they're known as Leon Dreisaitl's Oilers, right? Yeah, he's the captain. Darnell Nurse. Yes. <laughs> uh, Andre Sekera. Oh, Sakara. People forget that he's on the team. There's a huge, uh, there's a huge back and forth with the pronunciation of that name. Sakara, yeah, Sakara, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sakara makes me think of Peter Satara. Yeah, that's a good point. I like Peter Satara. That's my. He's such a bitch, though. Father John Misty and I got in a big conversation about Peter Satara. Oh yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. You know who else is on the Oilers? Who? Zach Cassian. He is still. Uh, Chris Russell. Just fucking printing that money. Oh, yeah. All right. Enjoy your freedom, everybody.